is up, wrestling fans? It's that time of the week for them boys from 607 Podcast to talk all things pro wrestling. That's right, it's time for this week's edition of 607 Podcast presents The Wrestling Show, better known as 607 TWS. Of course, we are coming to you from the 8122 Production Studios at Dragon Master Games. And we are ready to call it right down the middle and talk about some pro grappling. But before we jump into the meat and potatoes, I am your host. And I'm also the host of the 3FN Podcast. My name is Rich. And joining me, as he does in the co-pilot chair each and every week, he is the man who you better know as the host of the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour Podcast, better known as the ODPH. I'm talking about Ken M. 607 Podcast fam, what is happening? What is going on? Happy holidays, but it's time to talk some wrestling. So let's do it, shall we? It is time to talk some wrestling. It is the holiday season, and it's uh, one of the slower times for wrestling this year. I mean, we didn't have a big event coming out for AEW or WWE. I mean, last year we had uh, day one, so you'd be mm-hmm. kind of that. But there is still plenty of wrestling elsewhere, and it's we're one of the few shows that spotlights some of the bigger independent wrestling companies and on top of that Japanese pro wrestling. This is true. And we're going to have a big week for both of those because we've got, of course, our indie roundup. There's some huge shows going down from AIW and GCW brought to us by our great partners over at Fight.TV. And then, of course, in the second half of the show, we got a pro wrestling Noah show going down, mm-hmm. which, of course, is one of the great Muda's last matches. Yes. And there's a big one. We're going to talk about that a little bit. And then we are going to start our coverage of Wrestle Kingdom 17. I know it's not going down until January 4th and 5th. However, when the show next week comes out, it'll be butted right up against night one. So we are going to break down night one because that's been mostly revealed. We're going to probably talk a little bit night two. And then next week on the show, we will go back to it if there's anything added or anything we want to add in. So uh, it's just a good way because we'd really like to expose that because it's such a great great fucking event if you've never seen a wrestle kingdom i'm not saying you have to get up at 5 a.m to watch wrestle kingdom no but you can definitely watch it at your leisure but you definitely want to watch it because it is that big of a spectacle and i'll tell you what there's always a match on wrestle kingdom that stands the match of the year and it's the beginning of the year Mm -hmm. there is always in it's such a great event trust me it's the reason why wwe went to two days guaranteed because they saw wrestle kingdom do it and went fuck we can do that with wrestlemania and this is on level for me as uh, WrestleMania because I'm such a huge New Japan mark. Mm-hmm. So that's going to come up in the second half of the show. Cannot wait to break that down. And there's going to be a little bit more. We'll probably some talk some news and opinions. But we got a Christmas gift. We got we got a gift from all of you, pretty much. Yes, that are listening, and I'll let Ken speak on it because Ken uh, got saw this and brought this to my attention, and we just want to say thank you for our Christmas gift in the holiday season. Ken, what was that? So according to our Apple podcast charts uh, in letter that we get 607 TWS is now cracked into the top 100 on the US pro wrestling charts so thank you thank you and thank you yes thank you so much everybody out there continue to listen continue to spread the word like I said we'd like to call it right down the middle we like to talk about everything and give everything the fair shine so make you know it just makes us happy that we're going in the right direction thank you so much for that I want to thank everybody before we get started yes well Ken we got some stuff to talk about, but before we dive in, tell the fine folks how to find yourself and the ODPH podcast. Very simple. Swing on over to odphpodcast.com. Join in the conversation on our social media accounts. They're all right there on the front page, along with the T Public link, the Patreon link, the classified section, which has friends of the show, such as 3FN Podcast. And most importantly, the ballot is up right now for a few more days for the 607 TWS Brody Awards that will be going on next week, but the ballot is ends on December 29th at midnight. So if you want to get your vote in for the best of the best of pro wrestling in 2022, you need to fill the form out and submit it in. Do not come at us on the 30th and 31st saying, oh, I forgot, I forgot. You've got plenty of time to do it now. This is the time to really get your voice heard. Yeah, that's coming up the first show of the new year. Uh, of course, if you would like to find myself in the 3FN Podcast, it's simple. Go to 3FNPodcast.com. There you will find links for the 3FN Podcast, as well as the other two shows we do on that network, which is 3FN Rewind, where we just review older movies, and, of course, 3FN Horror Show, where we review horror movies. On top of that, you can also find the page for 607TWS and Friends of the Show, just like the ODPH Podcast. Then also, there's the Patreon link there, patreon.com slash 3FN Podcast. For as little as $1 a month, you can help support the 
the show and get a ton of extra bonus content, but you can find that on the website and also the T Public link, as well as the musical directory that features bands like Floodlands, whose songs Ruins is the theme song to 607 TWS that you hear each and every week. Shout outs to them. Check them out on Spotify, YouTube Music, and Bandcamp. And last but not least, there is the uh, local sponsors who help bring all of the shows that we do to you commercial free shout outs to the main sponsor of 607 TWS that is Dragon Master Games for all of your gaming and Ma- Magic the Gathering and gaming needs I should say visit them on the world wide web dragonmastergames.com and thank you for being the number one sponsor of 607 TWS and helping no commercials yes no commercials that's the best Huge. thing that we can say to be done but you didn't come here to hear about 3FNPodcast.com or ODPHpodcast.com or even our good friends at Dragon Master Games. No, no, no. You came here to hear us talk about pro wrestling. And guess what? Ken, I think you should check that Rolly because I think it's about... It's time! Wow, the bell ringer's drunk this morning. <laughs> He's, he's drunk. He's already getting, bringing in the new year early. <laughs> well, that's going to kick off the opening contest. And before we dive in, because we're going to be doing the indie roundup here in the opening contest, it's only going to be two uh, segments this week because there's a lot less news. There was one thing of uh, news that we wanted to bring up, more of a, a normal PSA for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, as, as we pride ourselves on trying to you know hold it and be better in the wrestling community as a whole and i understand you know we have tribalism and fandoms and everything else and you know we've always talked about toxic wrestling twitter this wasn't so toxic no this is definitely not the uh the snyder verse fans versus james gunn oh. uh, you know so i i'm proud of the internet for this but this past Monday night on Raw, another return, a Triple H NXT return, if you will, to the main roster of Bronson Reed. He has made his return, of course, wrestling under Jonah while he was mm-hmm. gone, most notably as a member of TMDK in uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling and elsewhere. So it was kind of a surprise, although we kind of expected it. He did put up a picture before of like uh, the Tokyo Dome and SoFi. Yeah. Saying basically he was going to wrestle at both this year, which it looks that to be the case mm-hmm. now, obviously. However, uh, there was some backlash. Uh, rightfully so from from some fandoms i get it i get being a fan of like new japan and people were saying well he beat okada and you know they were going to make him the next big gaijin and and all of that and i'm like well we don't know what they were going to do right and also we don't know what the kind of bag he secured coming back to world wrestling entertainment i know triple h was super high up on him in nxt and they kind of floundered him after you know triple h's exile if you will whether it was medical or not depending upon who you believe Mm. um but I think that this was one of those signings that I think was made sense for him to bring back. I know some people were upset that they paired him with The Miz. Why? Why? My problem is, is why does the internet pretend that The Miz is not a top guy? Exactly. Like, it's interesting to me that they pretend The Miz is not a top guy. I understand he's not a popular guy, per se, although he makes the company a lot of money. I just don't understand where that disconnect comes in. He's good in the ring. I'm not saying he's great, but he's good in the ring, and he's a great character. Like, I don't understand. If you don't have The Miz, you don't have MJF. Mm-hmm. And that's not taking a shot. I'm not saying MJF is a carbon copy because he's not. And I've heard people say that. He's not a carbon copy. But he took what The Miz did and took it to the next level. Yes. And and it, But you don't, you know, if you don't have Roddy Piper, you don't have the modern heel like The Miz either. You know, so it's kind of one of those situations. I just don't understand this kind of weird thing that goes on in the internet wrestling community where they think that The Miz isn't a top guy. I mean, if you don't like him, that's fine. But let's be honest. He's, he's a draw. What's your thoughts on Bronson Reed being paired with The Miz and the internet scuttlebutt, if you will? One, congratulations, Bronson. This is a big move for him to come back. And obviously when he left, he was very you know disheartened about what happened. So to see him return in this manner, this is going to be a great thing. And you know, I, got, I support wherever he's going to go because he's going to be on TV doing something somewhere. That's the big thing. He's got his payday. He's back where he really wants to make a name for himself. And for anybody complaining about him with The Miz, Take a look at who's been paired with The Miz over the years and look at how they have taken their careers and accelerated from there. The Miz, as much as the internet doesn't want to believe it, is a self-made man with WWE. He came in off reality TV, went through you know, one of the rougher courses to get to a superstar status that he's at now, 
but he's one of the most marketable names of WWE. He's been there for years, and there's a reason why. Because he does the heel gimmick better than anybody right now. And he's the one that sets the blueprint for an MJF. And he's the one who, that learned from a Roddy Piper and took that and ran with it. And now to see him with Bronson Reed, that's going to help him. The same thing that was helping him with, when he had Ciampa come to the main roster too. For anybody that's mad about it, it's like you're just mad because he's a what? A reality TV star that did good in pro wrestling? Stop. No, I agree with you. I think it's just a weird, a weird uh, thing. And of course, I'm happy for anybody who gets, gets that bag. Absolutely. You know, am I? I said in the open, I am. In, and anybody who's listening to the show line us knows that I'm a gigantic New Japan mark. Mm-hmm. I, like, if you're going to call me a mark of anything, it is New Japan Pro Wrestling. I love Japanese wrestling, in particular New Japan. Although I have a lot of respect for all Japan, Noah, etc., etc., etc. And I even like some. I love DDT too, which is weird because you know there's a lot of comedy that goes on there. Yeah. But I, there's a place for everything in wrestling, in my opinion. With that being said, though, I, I'm i all right with guys going and getting the bag. Yeah. Like, you only have a finite amount of time in this wrestling business. Eventually, you know, either due to injury, unfortunately, hopefully not, or due to just, a, you know, father time. You mm. know, no nobody could beat time. Ask Tom Brady. He yeah. finally ran into that. So, like, nobody's going to beat time. So, get the bag while you can, man. Mm-hmm. You know, make sure that you're financially set for yourself and your family for the years to come. And if, if that means going to World Wrestling Entertainment, that's fine. You also have to understand that for people who are a little, you know, who grew up in the age of WWF, WWE, like I did and you did, we were more WWE fans because we're from the Northeast. Sure. I mean, I knew NWA, I knew WCW, and I did watch them. But I was, when I was a young kid, WWF was that. And a lot of places around the world are the same way. You got to remember, Bronson. Reed is from New Zealand Mm -hmm. and in New Zealand I know that New Japan was big but also WWE and so there was probably a time in his life that he thought about main eventing Wrestlemania and holding up the WWF title that is what a lot of guys go for when they come to World Wrestling Entertainment is that nostalgia that is the one thing that WWE has that nobody will else in the planet can have in wrestling is Wrestlemania and the main event you know ask CM Punk you know when you look at bitter punk the reason Punk was bitter is, yeah, there was some mistreatment. And there was probably some shit on both sides, as we found out in the, you know, going on further. But the one gripe that he had was he always wanted main event mania. Mm. And he was fucking champion. Yeah. And he didn't main event mania. And it was, that was the, his sticking point. I should have gone on last at mania. Mm-hmm. And everybody wants that main event spot at mania. Everybody. Yeah. Nobody doesn't want that spot. Who doesn't? Who doesn't dream of that? You heard Cody Rhodes talk about that when he returned to WWE. That the one title my dad never held was that WWF slash WWE title. And I've never made an event at WrestleMania. That's what I want to do. It's the dream. So there's a part of it that is always going to be a dream for some people. And then the other part of it is securing a bag because let's be honest, ain't nobody paying you like WWE. Facts. Honestly, I mean, AEW comes close. I'm not saying that Tony doesn't open up. The, I'm not saying he's cheap. Mm-hmm. But let's be honest, he he shouldn't be overpaying. Yeah, You know, we should be building that company up a little more. WWE's just been around the market, been around the block, I should say, sorry, the market. But they're doing well in the market, yeah. especially after the Triple H takeover. I was going to say, their best fiscal year ever? Yeah, they're they're way over it. They're going to have another over, I think it's going to be a $2 billion profit year. I think something, something like that. Like that. It's insane. Some ridiculous amount of money. And, and it's just going to be, and that's profit. That's not, you yeah, know, that's, that's, that's after all the bills are paid, baby. Yeah. That's after all contracts are paid out. That's after all arenas are paid off. That's after everything is paid. They're going to end this year with over $2 billion in profit. Mm-hmm. That is phenomenal. Yeah. You're not topping that. So they can turn around and use that capital to, to pay people. And if Bronson Reed got that bag and he gets to live out any kind of dream, God bless More him. More power to him. God bless him. Yeah. You know, I, I, that's how I look at it. And to be mad about it, I mean, I understand being upset as a fan. But to be mad about it, I don't get. Like, you can be upset, like, oh, man, I was really digging him, and I was really digging what he was going to do, and I was hoping that he was going to go to the next level in New Japan. However, you know what? Be happy for the man and his family. Yeah, That's all I'm saying. If you're a fan of him, go support him wherever he goes. Like, that's the whole point about this. But to be mad and, and get toxic about it, that he left New Japan and where he's working on the indies to go to WWE, stop. At the end of the day, he made a business decision for him that works in his favor, that's something that he wants to do. If you're going to be a fan, go support it. Otherwise, shut up. Right, and if you don't want to support WWE, that's fine. I get it, too. So, I mean, it sucks if you're not watching because of that, because I get it. I do. Mm -hmm. Just like, you know, watch what you love, but don't shit on the guy. Yeah. I I think that's just a wrong move. Absolutely. 
Well, let's dive into some happier things, though. Let's get into that Indie Roundup. But, of course, the Indie Roundup is brought to you by Fight.TV, more specifically, Fight Plus. Whereas for $4.99 a month, you can get a ton of wrestling, MMA, slap boxing, yeah. uh, boxing, you name it. There's concerts on there. There's all sorts of great shit. A lot Fight, of content. On Fight Plus. Uh, and, of course, $4.99 a month. How can you beat that? And, of course, as part of that wrestling package, you get... Black Label Pro. Mm. You get House of Glory. Mm -hmm. You get Glory Pro Wrestling. Yes. You get the Wrestling Revolver. Mm -hmm. You get the company we're going to start talking about first, AIW, Absolute oh, yeah. Intense Wrestling out of Cleveland, Ohio, one of the best independent wrestling companies on the planet. And of course, you get the biggest get for Fight Plus, the number one independent in the world, Game Changer Wrestling, which we'll also be talking about today. All of that for $4.99. And remember when we used to pay $13 or $20 for a bundle package to watch GCW events, Ken M? Yeah. No more. <laughs> $4.99. It's, it's my pocket loves you for it. Best deal so, in wrestling, folks. Go to fight.tv and sign up for the $4.99. And also, as a gift, they give you. They give you two fight credits a month. So really, you're only paying $2.99 a month, and then you can use gather those fight credits, and you can use those to buy pay-per-views from places like Impact Wrestling. If you're not in the States, you can use that to watch AEW. Unfortunately, in the States, unless you use uh, VPN, you cannot use, take advantage of that. But yeah. <laughs> if you do live in the, in, the, in, the, in the international listeners, which we do have some, and salute to you guys. Shout out to you. Uh, you can use them to watch AEW pay-per-views as well. Cheapen it down. Mm. Gotta love it. So fight.tv, Fight Plus is the way to go. And thank you for being the sponsors of the Indie Roundup. Although we would you would be the sponsors either way because all of our favorite wrestling, there's some still IWTV stuff we watch. Yeah. Like West Coast Pro mm -hmm. and stuff. So trust me, go on and get IWTV. We're not a slave to say that we can't tell you to get good wrestling, but IWTV is also out there. Independent wrestling.tv, $9.99 a month. There's some really great wrestling there as well. But Fight Plus has got you covered for $4.99. Let's talk about Fight Plus. Let's talk about this weekend's big New Year's extravaganza events from AIW and, of course, Game Changer Wrestling. Are you ready, Kadem? Let's do it. Let's start with Friday. Friday, Friday, December 30th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, that would be, what, 6.30 Central and I do believe like 4.30 Pacific. You figure it out for yourself. Yeah. I, I'm always off. So 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, and that is Absolute Intense Wrestling. AIW presents Jet Black New Year, and this is going to be coming to you from the Odeon Concert Club in Cleveland, Ohio, the, the official home of AIW. Are you ready to talk about the card? Let's do it. First off, we got we got a four-way tag team extravaganza as we have members only versus money shot versus main event, your current House of Glory world tag team mm. champions versus Bang Bros. Really? That is a great four-way. That's a solid great way to kick off that card. Uh, I'm looking for members only, the homegrown talent to try to maybe go over and make a name for themselves, but I wouldn't be surprised to see any of these teams win. It's You know who wins? I know we, we get flack for it, but the fans win in this one. Fans win on this one. Um, I'm going to go with the main event. Yeah, you know what? Main event's on a roll. On a roll. Next up, we got Austin James taking on Jocelyn Navarro. Jocelyn Navarro, very good female wrestler up and coming. If you haven't seen her, she's had some bangers with Masha Slamovich mm -hmm. this year, amongst others. Check out Jocelyn Navarro. Uh, next up, you have the... Uh, oh, sorry. I, I lied because they're actually part of the six-way, but they didn't put the six-way logo above it. So I, I apologize. Ah. Fight TV, you're messing me up. Uh, by the way, the king of the six-way, Chase Oliver, is also in this match. Uncle Chase is in the match, which if you've never seen Uncle Chase, you should see him. Sam Holloway, uh, Austin James, Jocelyn Navarro, and uh, last but not least, Swaggle makes his return to AIW. Ooh, okay. So I'm sorry. It was part of a six-way. I... Uh, I'm sorry. Fight. Get better. <laughs> uh, next up, friend of the show, Filthy Tom Lawler goes one-on-one -on -one with Shaw Mason. Okay. And then this one's uh, one, of the, one of the marquee matches. Matthew fucking Justice with Bill Alfonso in his corner, as he does in AIW. He's his manager of champions, Bill Alfonso. Goes one-on-one -on -one with the bad boy, Joey Janela, making his AIW return. Oh, boy. <laughs> that <laughs> this match is going to get out of control in a real, real fast hurry. Oh, I agree. It's yeah. going to be awesome. Yes. Uh, listen, this match is finally happening. We got the tag team grudge match finally happened. PME, the Philly Marino experience. 
is going to finally get a tag team match against Josh Prohibition and Matt Cross. Ooh, finally. Yes, it's finally going down. They finally pushed the buttons, and I think time has ran out for PME. It's time to pay the the old school backyard vets. That's going to be something. That's going to be a bad damn good match there. Uh, next up, our boy, man, and I mean this and all. He's, we got two boys on this uh, on this card that we root for every time, but the Maserati Wes Barkley. He's in action taking on Brian Myers. Oh, that's going to be a great match. Another another big match for West Barkley. Yeah. Of course, we are always cheering on our boy Wes. Make sure uh, we come out on top. And then we got three, count them, three championship matches. Are you ready to talk about them? Let's break it down. First up, for the AIW World Tag Team Championships, your champions, bulking season. Go one on, well, two on two, technically, against the Bitcoin Boys. Ooh. Bitcoin Boys are back in there. Is it finally their time? Bitcoin Boys have been co- up and coming for a while. They've gotten a couple shots at these belts. Always came up short. Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Will the Duke finally take the Bitcoin Boys to the promised land? I'm going to say and new. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised. And these last two matches, by the way, are the battle of the banger, bulldog, big, aggressive, meaty men slapping meat. Let's go. Whatever you want to call it. These yeah. matches are going to be, this is not going to be at the, for the faint of heart. These are going to be some knockdown, drag down. Let's go for first, for the intense championship. Your champion, the director, Derek Dillinger, going one-on-one with the man who just does not give a fuck, and he is the tank of a man, Kaplan. Ooh. <laughs> this is going to be a banger. <laughs> Eat facts. This one is not going to be for the weak at heart. And in the main event of the evening for the absolute championship, your champion, our good friend, Little Sid himself, Joshua Bishop, he's got to have a tough challenge because he's going one-on-one and defending his title against Isaiah Bronner. Ooh. There could be a new. There I'm could be. Saying. It could be. An, an, yeah, we could have a new champion, but, man, that's going to be a hell of a match. We know that I root hardcore. For our good friend, Matt, or, you know, Josh, I don't know. It's it's going to be a tough one. It's, Josh is going to have, he's, he's got a, dude, I'm going to be rooting for you, Josh, but Bronner, baby. Yeah. Bronner's a bad man. And if you've never seen Isaiah Bronner before, check him out. He's yeah. fucking great. Yeah, he's, he's amazing. Great wrestler. And uh, all of that, of course, is going down on Friday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as part of Fight Plus. So that for that $4.99, that event is included. So make sure you check that event out. Tune in. Trust me, if you are a fan of AEW and that style of wrestling, AIW is for you. Mm-hmm. AIW does really good stuff. I've, I've, I've been checking them out for quite a while now. Rich has always been hyping them up. And like the, the proof is there, folks. So if you tune in, you're not going to be disappointed. Well, let's move right along to New Year's Eve, December 31st at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Coming to you from the showboat, the carousel room in particular, at the showboat in Atlantic City, New Jersey. The home base. That's right. It is the annual Game Changer Wrestling Till Infinity iPay-per-view, if you will, on Fight Plus. Uh, this is their New Year's Eve show every year. It usually runs past midnight because we bring in the New Year. Last year, I was there for the shows. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not going to be there this year, and I'm kind of upset about that because I had a great time. If you ever get a chance to see Game Changer Wrestling Live, take that. Make sure you go see them. You will not be disappointed. Also, if you ever get a chance to go to Atlantic City in the carousel room, oh my God. really take that. There's no, you, I can't describe the energy in the carousel room. It's fucking phenomenal. It's absolutely incredible. And it comes across on tape. So watch mm-hmm. this event. Watch these events this weekend because trust me, you will not be disappointed. So let's kick in till, till infinity, shall we? Let's start off hot. Uh, speedball Mike Bailey is going one-on-one with the legend, Two Cold Scorpio. That's going to be a great match. That's going to be a great match. Game Changer Wrestling World Tag Team Championships will be on the line as your champions, Los Macisos, Ciclope, and Miedo Extremo will defend those tag team titles against the real-life couple, Masha Slamovich and Akira. Oh, that's going to be a a hell of a death match. What what are you thinking about there? Uh, Maybe Anu? Can Masha Slamovich finish off this great year as one half of the GCW World Tag Team Champions? Would that solidify her as... Breakout star or even female performer of the year. I mean, listen, it's been Masha's year so far. Ah, I, but I always hate going against Los Macisos. Oh, I, uh, they're I, one of my favorite tag teams. I out there, hate period. going against them, but I'm gonna say and still. But I will be rooting for Akira and Masha. Awesome. And uh, next up, 607 TWS's favorite asshole Tony Deppin is going one on one against the young Leon Slater. Ooh, so that's gonna be a good match. That'll be a really solid match. Next up in what I'm assuming will be a fucking death match, 
the Duke of Hardcore, John Wayne Murdoch, is taking on another individual who has had another tremendous year in Game Changer Wrestling. That, of course, being Sawyer Wreck. Oh, ho, ho, ho. that is going to be a wild match. In the battle of the pop divas, if you will, <laughs> are one of our favorites out there. Ali Catch is going one-on-one with Maki Ito. Yes. Just this is all win right here. Uh, this is gonna be a great match, though. I'm, I'm excited for this one. Next up, we got the battle of the young bucks, if you will. And I'm not talking about the tag team. I'm talking about these young legends already. All Elite Nick Wayne is tagging up with the East Coast Ace Jordan Oliver to take on Wasted Youth. Of course, that team is a great team. Two Ooh. young kids. It's four young kids in this match. Yeah, they're gonna tear the house down. Yeah, you're talking about future of the business. Is it? You're gonna look at it right here. It's hard to go against Oliver and Wayne, though. I'm going with Oliver and Wayne because they, they are the duo that keeps on going. But that's not all. We still have a main event to talk about, and I don't know. I don't know if the the last time AAA messed this up, so I don't know if it's going to be able to watch it on fight. You may or may not, unfortunately, and that has nothing to do with Game Changer Wrestling. Mm-hmm. But the main event of the evening is going to pit the bad boy, Joey Janela, against... The AAA mega champion, <laughs> El Hijo de Vikingo. Oh, this match could get out of control I'm, in a I hurry. I am hoping, I am hoping and praying that we get to see that on fight. Because unfortunately, AAA, because they weren't getting a kickback, did not allow him to be on the fight feed the last time. So I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. But if you're in attendance, you get to see that tremendous main event. Or maybe it'll open the show. Who knows? Uh, because it's got to be a dark match. Yeah, this one. I don't know if it's going to be dark or not, though. I no, There's no confirmation yet. Hopefully, Brett worked that out. Yeah, like I say, this one, much like you know when Joey gets in the ring and everything goes completely off the rails quick, and, this, and that's not a bad thing. It's going to be always entertaining. Joey's been putting on some solid work this year, but I tell you what, this is worthy of a main event, and I'm hoping we get a chance to see this on fight. Yes, I hope so as well. All right, let's bounce it over to January 1st, New Year's Day. There's two big shows. Of course, first up, let's talk about Jersey Championship Wrestling, mm-hmm. JCW, which is the kind of like the developmental, if you will, for lack of a better term, the for NXT. GCW. They have an event. It's JCW's Battle Bowl going down at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time from the Game Changer Wrestling YouTube channel. So Game Changer Wrestling on YouTube, absolutely free at 1 p.m. Eastern Battle Bowl. And they do it in the old WCW form of Battle Bowl. So in other words, everybody there will have a lethal lottery. They'll draw a tag team partner, and there'll be a tag team match. The winning tag team will go on, all the winning tag teams, I should say, will go on to the end of the show to be in a battle royal, the Battle Bowl. And one man will win. The Battle Bowl. Mm. So you're going to want to check that out. There's no uh, things yet because the drawings there to happen. Lots of surprises. This is a good one because there's a lot of surprises usually. There's a lot of talent in town for New Year's. So yes. God knows who they're going to pull out for the Battle Bowl this year. All right. Are you ready to talk about the GCW show going down at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time from the Carousel Room at the uh, showboat in Atlantic City. And, of course, it's the New Year's Day tradition. Of course, this year it is 56 nights. And, uh, once again, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Fight Plus Atlantic City. Let's start off with the uh, winter enters at number 30 in the Do or Die Battle Rumble. So there's the Do or Die uh, Rumble coming up during this event. In the Do or Die Rumble, the winner gets a shot at the Game Changer Wrestling World Championship. Mm. So they're doing the classic six-way match. And the winner of this six-way will get the coveted number 30 entrance into the Rumble. Are you ready to find out who these six men are? Because I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised. I'm going to keep the ones for surprise because there's somebody making their East Coast debut for GCW. Oh, really? Yes. So let's start off with the first. And that man is all heart, the best in the fucking world, Blake Christian. Okay. 607 TWS's favorite asshole, Tony Deppen. Okay. The bad boy, Joey Janela. Okay. The Prize City OG, Alec Price. Okay. The East Coast Ace, Jordan Oliver. All right. And the man making his GCW East Coast debut, Willie fucking Mack. Oh, oh, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Willie's Willie winning Mack. this. Willie is winning Willie, this. You're saying Willie's going out to be Calling number 30? that shot right now. You know what? I'm going to be a homer on this because he's one of my favorite absolute in the world, and I love this dude. Fucking Jordan Oliver's winning number 30. Jordan Oliver's taking the whole damn thing. Jordan Oliver's going to become the next GCW world champion. This 2023, mark my words, does not end without Jordan Oliver being your game-changer wrestling champion. I agree with you, 
and I'm, I'll tie it into when we get to the uh, Royal R- or the the Rumble there. So yeah, so we have the the do or die rumble, uh, which is uh, done under Royal Rumble rules. The number thirtieth entrant. So there's thirty competitors. We know six of them because all six of the men that were listed are in the rumble. We do not know any other participants. Mm. So I don't know. I'm just gonna say Jordan Oliver's my pick to win number thirty and to win the rumble. See, I think Jordan Oliver loses the rumble to Willie Mack and goes on his heel turn then. To set up for him against Nick Gage at Joey Janela Spring Break. So nobody else is listed right now, but there's going to be 30 entrants. It's a, it's a fun time. All right, let's talk about a four-way women's extravaganza. That's right. These are top, four of the top women wrestlers in the world. How about we start with Sawyer Wreck? Okay. How about then we talk about coming back from Japan? And of course, the night before Wrestling Alley catch, Maki Ito. Okay. How about we talk about happy birthday, by the way, Billy, because she just turned 18 a couple weeks ago, Billy Starks. All right. And last but not least, the high priestess of the Church of Pro Wrestling, the Dark Sheik. Let's go. This is going to be a fucking bang. That's going to be an incredible match. This is going to be one of the best women's matches of the year, bar none. And it's going to start the year off, January yeah. 1st. It doesn't count towards, uh, unfortunately, this that match does not count towards this year's Brodies. Right. However, the night before does. Yes. All right. I'm going to save that one because I want to save the death match for last. Uh, All Elite Nick Wayne is going to go one-on-one with Leon Slater. Two young bulls in there. It's going to be a good one. That's going to be a real good match. Now, uh, Cole Raderick, the king of wreck ship mountain, goes one-on-one with Masha Slamovich. Ooh. In the last match that they have listed. Now, mind you, they might add more. But the last match they have listed will definitely be a fucking death match. And it's going to take two icons of Deathmatch. Two of the men who, when you think about it, one is already a Hall of Famer. The other one is possibly the greatest Deathmatch wrestler of all time. He's not quite a Hall of Famer yet because he hasn't hung them up. But I guarantee as soon as he hangs them up, he will be a Hall of Famer. And in Deathmatch wrestling, he would have his own fucking wing. So let's start with the man who is a Deathmatch wrestling Hall of Famer and legend. Mad Man Panda. Oh. And he is going to go one-on-one against the greatest, in my opinion, and a lot of the greatest deathmatch wrestler to ever live. The Bulldozer, Bulldozer. Yep. Matt Tremont. This match is going to be disgustingly bloody. If you're squeamish, you might not want to watch. If you're not, if, if yeah, if you can't handle blood, you do not want to watch this match. Oh, my God, this is going to be incredible, though. But I, I think everything I said about Tremont is accurate. Absolutely. If you disagree, let, hit a stop, but I think he's the greatest deathmatch wrestler to ever live, and I think that he's got all the accolades. Think about it. He's won more deathmatch tournaments than anybody. On top of all of that, let's, the, the work speaks for itself, and, mm-hmm. uh, and he's also a fucking wonderful human being. Uh, the fact that I do know him does not play a did not play a part in me picking him as the greatest deathmatch wrestler of all time. Believe it or not, it's just his stats, but the fact that he is a sweetheart of a fucking human being makes it even better. No, you're describing it. I was like, I was, I almost yelled out Tremont. Yeah, it's it's the bulldozer. Yeah, uh, him and Pando, man, it's gonna be good. I mean, Pando has had some bangers lately. For you know, he's a little up there in the age, and he's put his body on the line for a lot of fucking years, but he's still doing it. Yeah. All right. With that being said, that was the entire weekend on Fight Plus. So remember, starting on Friday, December 30th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with AIW's Jet Black New Year. Then uh, continuing on Saturday, uh, December 31st at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Game Changer Wrestling's Till Infinity. Then if you want to watch at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Game Changer Wrestling's YouTube channel, the only one that's on a different channel, JCW's Battle Bowl to then come over at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time back to Fight Plus to watch 56 Nights brought to you by Game Changer Wrestling kicking off the new year on Fight Plus in a very big bad way with two of the best wrestling companies out there today. Get familiar with both. I think you'll enjoy both. If death matches aren't for you, just don't watch the death match stuff and judge Game Changer Wrestling on the other in-ring work mm-hmm. stuff. is very good as well. But if you're, uh, I, I say take it out. This is a good weekend to check out some death matches because they're not going to be over the top, I don't think. No, I mean, we, we talked about uh, Madman and, and Tremont, but that is just two icons that are really going to go out there to try stealing the show, which, I mean, if you know their pedigrees, yeah, they're going to do it. But this is a great weekend of wrestling, period. I mean, AIW's got a loaded card. And then GCW is kicking off the new year in a huge way. 
yeah, it's kicking off the new year in a gigantic, big, bad way. So I cannot wait for these. Fight Plus, tune in. Four ninety nine. It's the best four ninety nine you'll spend a month. I, Absolutely. I promise you that much as a wrestling fan. And trust me, you throughout the month you're going to get more Game Changer Wrestling because they've got I think three, two weekend, two more weekends in January. Yeah, and maybe even three. Uh, and then also on top of that, I know Wrestling Revolver's got a huge show planned for January. We'll be talking about. So doesn't uh, Glory Pro Wrestling. So doesn't uh, House of Glory. Uh, the fucking values there is all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And if you're not, you can watch some MMA and other stuff as well. So it's like there's a, so much there. So Fight Plus for $4.99 a month. Great, great, great time. All right. We are now going to take our one and only break. When we come back from the break, it'll be the main event of the show. During that, we're going to talk pro wrestling Noah's New Year's Day show, which you're not going to want to miss. We're on the road to Bye Bye Muda. Hashtag, mm-hmm. hashtag Bye Bye Muda is the actual hashtag that Noah is going with uh, for all events. And then... We're going to be talking about the granddaddy of them all in Japan, Wrestle Kingdom. All that and more after this break. Wrestling fans, are you ready? Let's get ready to rumble! That's right, let's rumble! Let's get ready for the main event of this week's 607 TWS, and we are talking Japanese pro wrestling, we are talking pro wrestling Noah and New Japan pro wrestling, respectively, but let's start off with the show that comes up first, and of course it is on the hashtag Bye Bye Muda slate for pro wrestling Noah, and that is their New Year's show going down, of course, on January 1st, uh, and it will be taking place at 4 a.m. Eastern Standard Time if you're in the United States. Figure out uh, wherever your time zone is from there. And uh, I do believe it's on a special service. And what is that service, Ken M? That is wrestle-universe.com. So that is a streaming service, uh, which uh, according to their webpage, all videos and live streaming of DDT, Noah, Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling, and Ganpro are 900 uh, yen a month. Then 900 yen translates to about $8.850 American, somewhere in there, because it, uh, it changes, yes. obviously, uh, the exchange rate. But it's right around 8 to 8.50. So not a bad price at all. And that's pretty much, that's a really good fucking package for all of those companies. Uh, Company. So that is where you can find this uh, show coming up on January 1st and watch it at your leisure. Mm-hmm. But it is live at 4 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Of course, it is coming to you from the Nippon Budokan uh, Arena in Japan. And uh, let's run down the card, including we'll get to the main event because there's a huge main event, as you know, Ken. Mm-hmm. So let's start on the undercard. Uh, we have a match where we have he held del Dr. Wagner Jr., Atoshi Kotoj and Seki Yasukyo taking on Masaki Mitsuko, Susumo Mazazaki, and Machizuko Jr. These are all young lions, if you will. Not quite in the dojo system. I think a couple of them are still in the dojo system, but a lot of them have graduated. But it's going to be one hell of a six-man tag. Absolutely. Sounds great. Next up, we have a couple of uh, our boys from the States that we can uh, go for because we have another six-man tag featuring Ninja fucking Matt. Let's go. The uh, Dante Leone. Ooh. And Alejandro, and they're going to be taking on Suji Kondo, Taksaduke, and High 69. That's going to be a crazy match. Uh, Ninja Mac and Dante Leon. We, uh, we always root for those. Boys. Yeah, it's great. Absolutely. Good people, too. Uh, next up, we got a battle of badasses. Jack Morris goes one on one with Timothy Thatcher. Oh, that's going to be a brutal match. 
Yatsuke Yano takes on Taisha Ozawa in oh. a one-on-one match. Okay. Uh, Masa Kitamaya takes on, and Dake Inabe and Yosuke um, Inamura. Sorry if I butchered any of those. Take on Mohamed Yon, Akatsuche Saito, and Saihune Tanguchi in a six-man tag. Lots of six-man tags on this count. Mm-hmm. We're going to kick on over now to the GHC Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships. That's right. That's what they call their belts in Pro Wrestling Noah. Uh, Yohei and Kaizi are your champions, and they're going to be challenged by uh, Ogawa and Aida. Okay. That should be a good tag team championship match. Mm-hmm. Uh, the junior, the JHC Junior Heavyweight Championship will be online. By the way, the Junior Heavyweight title was held by Dante Leon until this past Friday when he was defeated by Amakosa. Okay. And Amakosa is defending that title against the returning Junta Miyawaka. Ooh. So that is the Miyawaka came out and made the open challenge after he's been back on excursion, and he's going to get the shot at the new champion. That's going to be a great match. Uh, the GHC World Oh, no, sorry. We're not going to do the World Tag Team Champion. There's a match in between. We have another, uh, this time an eight-man tag team match. Uh, Makutsa Funaki, Kosoko Nakajima, Manuwa Soya, and Ohara are going to take on the team of Kazuki Fujita, Kendo Kushan, Nosawa, Rangi, and X. Oh, that's going to be a hell of an eight-man tag yeah, team match. Yeah, that's going to be a fun match. Now let's jump into the GHC World Tag Team Championship match. This is going to be a good one. Segura and Kojima are your tag champions. Mm-hmm. They're going to defend those belts against the legend of pro wrestling, Noah, Nama, Nama, Namachi Marafuji. Ooh. And he is teaming up with an old a companion, an old tag partner. And this is going to be awesome, and it's a throwback because we're going to get Marafuji and Kenta as a team oh, challenging for the tag team. Love. <sighs> Take my money now. If you go back to the early 2000s, those twos broke in, they tagged a lot. Yeah. So Marafuji and Kenta back, and they are getting a tag team title shot. That is going to be phenomenal. Kojima and Segura, a great tag team. Uh, next up, and we're going to, I'm sure that the last match is going to be non title, but the GHC Heavyweight Championship is on the line. Kaito Kaimaya is defending the belt against Kenyu. Okay. So that's going to be great. And then, of course, the main event of the evening, the reason we have Bye Bye Muda, the great Muda wrestling in one of his final matches, is going to go one-on-one with WWE. That's right. I said it. Mm -hmm. WWE superstar, New Japan legend, the king of strong style, Shinsuke Nakamura. This is going to be a phenomenal match. It's happening, man. This is, it's surreal to think about the WWE is allowing Nakamura to go over there. But yet, then again, the Triple H era is proving to be more of an open forbidden door than we all thought. And this is going to be absolutely something memorable. I have uh, I have a new thing on this. First of all, this is going to be a great match. Um, Nakamura was, was not trained fully by Muda, but he did spend time in a dojo with Muda when he was a young wrestler. So that is why Muda reached out and wanted this match. They are very friendly with one another in a mentor-student kind of way. And so this is going to be really, really good. Uh, I, I know that uh, it's already been said Nakamura in a press over in Japan has said he's not holding anything back. Yeah. And he said that for two reasons. For one, he doesn't hold anything back and because he's the king of strong style. Mm-hmm. And two, Muda would not want him to hold anything back. So oh, he's, not, he's not looking at Muda, the great Muda, as an old man. He is looking at the great Muda as a very uh, formidable opponent. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be a banger of a match. I have another thing. I think, honestly, and I could be wrong, but I actually 100% now think that one of the things on the line, one of the things that we're going to be finding out as we go forward is that the Great Moon is going to the WWE Hall of Fame this year. I could see that. Maybe they worked out a deal with him sending over Nakamura, and maybe we have a, we do, maybe we have a forbidden door in the Rumble. But I think we could see muda going in the hall of fame it is in california which is a closer flight for japan for the great muda mm-hmm. so that would be i think it would be fitting he did oh, not wrestle for wwe he wrestled for well actually technically he did wrestle for wwf way back in the day yeah when but... not as the great muda but as kenji muda mm-hmm. uh, but he did wrestle quite extensively for wcw for a while yeah. including a tremendous feud with sting oh my god legendary and if they could work out a deal i'm not saying they're going to but if they could work out a deal for uh, Sting to kind of make an appearance and duct Muda, that would be cool too. I'm not saying they have to. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I, I, I'd love to see it. I just, yeah. I, I, I'm just saying they should try. They should definitely try. Because I think that would be fitting for Sting to induct him. Although Sting will be having his last match 
will be in the last match with Muda on uh, January 22nd. Mm-hmm. That you can watch on Fight TV as well. But if you already have uh, the, the Wrestle app, yeah. then uh, guess what? You it's can right watch there. it for that eight eight fifty that it cost you an American or whatever the conversion rate in your country of origin. All right, are you ready to talk about night one of New Japan's biggest show of the year, Wrestle Kingdom? Yes. Of course, uh, night two has not taken complete form yet, so we're going to just talk about night one, and then we will switch over and talk about night two next week and anything that gets added to night one. But, uh, of course, Wrestle Kingdom goes down on January 4th and 5th from the Tokyo Dome in Tokyo, Ooh, Japan. The so it's the Tokyo, spot. It's the Tokyo Dome show that 17 years ago they re christened as Wrestle Kingdom. The Tokyo show has been Tokyo Dome show just going to be going on for a long time. Mm. They only rechristened it Wrestle Kingdom uh, 17 years ago, obviously Wrestle Kingdom 17. So, are you ready to talk about this? We got an opening match which I think will be on the uh, opening show. I do believe it starts at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's the normal time it starts. There is a pre-show and then it goes into the main show. Uh, but uh, during the opening uh, thing, we have an exhibition master calling it. It's a three-minute exhibition, and uh, do the winner of this three, the the winner of this three-minute exhibition is going to get a qualifying spot for the uh, Rambo, which they do on night two. Uh, but in this match, we will have two young lions, Bolton Oleg and Ryo Iowa, and they'll have a three-minute exhibition match in the beginning, and one of them will get the Rambo the next day. Hmm. Speaking of qualifiers for the uh, King of Pro Wrestling 2023 New Japan Rambo, uh, we will have a full qualifier, and this is what this is right from New Japan's website in match two, because they go in order. That was match one. Match two will be nothing gets the new year started like a good old-fashioned New Japan Rambo. Since 2021, a Rambo with uh, random timed entries and plenty of surprises on January 4th had determined a four-way on January 5th to decide who first holds the King of Pro Wrestling trophy for the year. The last two years have been Chase Owens, Go the Distance, and the Rambo, with 2021 having him joined by Bad Luck Fale, Bushi, and Toriyano, and 2022 bringing Yano... Minoru Suzuki and the surprise entrance SEMA to the KOPW table. This year, the number of entrants is a mystery, but we do know the final four participants will advance to a four-way match at New Year Dash on January 5th to determine the first KOPW 2023 holder. Basically, it's Royal Rumble rules. One of the gentlemen in the first match will be into that Rambo. The next day, they'll have the four-way match Okay. in the beginning of the show. So, there you go. Next up, we have the Antonio Inoki Memorial Match. And it's going to be a six-man tag. On one side, you have the... By the way, this is all legends. Yuji Nagata, Satoshi Kojima, and Togi Makabe. Oh, wow. They're facing off against Tatsumi Fujinami, Tiger Mask, and Minoru Suzuki. Oh. This is a legends match. Classics. Legends match in the Antonio Mm. Inoki Memorial match. Yeah, classic match and obviously legends in in the Japanese wrestling world. By the way, that all takes place. On the pre-show. All that's a those pre-show. That, pre-show. That's insane. Let's kick off the main show. And the first match to open the main show will be for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships of the World. Of course. Your first team is your champions. They call, they're call they called Catch 2-2. And it's Francisco Akira in TJP. They will be challenged by a chaos team. But this chaos team is the team that won the Super Juniors Tag League this year in 2022. And that is the team of Yo and Leo Rush. Hmm. That's going to be a phenomenal match. That's going to be great. And this tag titles are on the line. In the second match of the evening, the IWGP Women's Championship will be on the line. Kyrie, your women's champion, will take on Tom Nakano. Okay. I'm looking into this match very well. Also, will we get an appearance from Sasha Banks? Yeah, I mean, that's that's the rumor going around. I mean, I I don't know. I'm not putting any stock into it too much. It, no, I, it is what it is. Yeah. We'll find out soon enough. Next up in the third match of the evening on January 4th, night one, for the IWGP World Tag Team Championships, your champions, the FTR, Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler, go one-on-one with Bishamon, Hiroki Goto, and Yoshihashi, who won the World Tag League. Uh, this past December. Can't wait to see this. That's going to be a great uh, tag team title match. Are you ready for a great singles match? Oh, yes. For the NJPW World Television Championship. That's right. This is the tournament final. We're going to crown the first ever NJPW World TV Champion. Not IWGP. It is written as NJPW. This is from NJPW's thing. The finals, the man, the, the young boy that we watched go through and become a man. Ren Narita. Mm. 
he's got a tough road if he wants to win that TV title because he's going against Zack Sabre Jr. ZSJ. Yeah, that's not an easy match for him, but... Oh, I know what I, my heart wants Narita to win because we've seen him go from being a young lion in a dojo boy of the way. I don't know if he can overcome ZSJ. I don't think he can, but I think this is going to be a great match. Match five on night one is for the Never Open Weight Championship. Mm. Your Never Open Weight Champion, Machine Gun Carl Anderson. Yes, that Machine Gun Carl Anderson with the big LG Luke Gallows in his corner. And will, the biggest question of the night, will. AJ Styles returned to New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yes. Okay. Calling it now. He's going to go one-on-one with the bad good guy, Tama Tonga. Of course, I'm assuming that uh, Toa, Long, uh, Toa Tonga and uh, Hikolo will be in his corner as well. Oh, I got I'm assuming they're not listed, but I'm assuming they will. Be. They're not listed, but I'm assuming you're going to have There's a no way his brothers aren't going to have his back. Exactly. This is going to be a wild match. I am super excited about this one. Two big things here. First of all, I'm saying and new never open weight champion Tamatanga. Oh, I think that's the that's a lock. I'm also going to ask you, what are you thinking? AJ is he going to be there or not? Because that's the tease now. Is AJ Styles going to be at Wrestle Kingdom? Yes, I, I'm I'm fully banking on it. The phenomenal one is there. I'm I'm going to agree with you, but we'll save that for later because I have an idea of what may happen. Okay. All right, sixth match, though, and guess what? In one of his last Muda, it, it says here, KG Mudo's last New Japan match is what it's labeled. Mm. It is going to be KG Muda, not the Great Muda, unless he change, decides to don the Great Muda getup, but it will be KG Muda t- tagging with Hiroshi Tanahashi, the ace, and Shota Yumino. So Shota's in this match. Wow. Or Shuda, if you want to go yeah. by uh, what Moxley calls him, yeah. but technically. <laughs> Uh, and they are going to be taking on, are you ready for it? Los Ingrenables de Japón, Tetsuo Naida, Sonata, and Bushi. This Tranquilo, is, my friend. This is going to be epic. This is going to be something. And, and I, You know, I'm hoping for the last Wrestle Kingdom, he does come out as great Muda. I want, I want, well, even if he doesn't, I want Muda to take them in the match. Yeah. So KG gets the win. I, I, I don't have a problem with him taking the win, but it's a tough team. That LIJ That's team, a, Naito, Sonata, yeah. and Bushi. That's a tough run for that six. I mean, I don't know. You got the ace. You got you got Shuda. You got Muda. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You know what, though? I do know. I do know we're going to have, for one of the first times ever, a crazy four-way junior heavyweight championship match. That's right. The IWGP junior heavyweight championships on the line as your champion, Taiji Ishimori, defends the title belt against Master Wado, El Desperado, and the ticking time bomb, Hamaru Takahashi, four-way dance, IWGP junior heavyweight title on the line. This is going to be insane. This match is going to be, I'm going to say Anu El Desperado. Yeah, I'm going with you there, too. El, El Desperado was the MVP. I think he needs the belt back. I'm just throwing it out there. Uh, I'm with you. We're getting to the end of the show. We got two matches left on night one. Can you believe all of that? And we still got two matches left? It's crazy to think how loaded this card is, but this is one thing New Japan always does well. Wrestle Kingdom is the event. By the way, L and this is how they have it listed. LEC presents double main event. So we have two main events according to this. Hmm. And LEC, I do believe, is a bank over in Japan, it looks like. I could be wrong, so sorry if I am. And it this first main event, main event one, is that it's listed for the IWGP United States Championship. The Billy Goat. Will Osprey goes one on one with the return of the cleaner Kenny Omega. To New Japan Pro Wrestling. Never thought I'd see this match happen, but wow, here we are. This is going to be an instant classic. This might be the match of the weekend and and or the match of match of the year candidate already. Like to put in perspective, like it could be how this is really being valued for the talent that's in the ring. I I always never go against Kenny Omega at Wrestle Kingdom, but this is the year I do. This is Ospreys all day. I think they're going to crown Osprey either way. Now, I'm going to pitch two things that are going to. I think are going to happen. One of them is more fantasy because it would take a lot of moving and shaking. It would take a real level of forbidden, like it would be the forbidden door, forbidden door. So I don't know if it'll happen. The other one is I think could be more likely to happen, and it all banks on AJ Styles being in Japan. If AJ Styles is at Wrestle Kingdom, I think what will happen is if they could work it out, because once again, there's a lot of moving pieces, as you'll find out. Remember when Kenny Omega took over the Bullet Club, 
he turned his back on AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. What if AJ cost Kenny Omega the match against Will Ospreay as, re- as revenge? I mean... However, once again, a lot of moving pieces. Yeah. Less likely to happen, but that's a possibility. The more likely thing that I ha- could do think could happen, we could see, after Osprey wins, AJ Styles challenges Will Osprey for the next night for the IWGP World uh, World. United States World Championship, sorry. I think we have a better chance of seeing that, even though I would love to see that first one, but there's so many moving parts like you alluded to. I just, I'm i I'm going out on a limb and saying that AJ Styles, if in Japan, it all banks on if he's in Japan, if rumors are correct and he's going to be at Wrestle Kingdom, I think no matter what, there will be a post-match challenge to Will Ospreay for the next night for the IWGP United States title. Oh, it would be smart. Yeah. And it'll be a good way to establish Will Ospreay. It's going to be a good way to continue the good good, good relations between WWE and New Japan. And I think it would be a cap in the feather of who they're building. They're building Will Ospreay into being, to getting back to where he should be mm-hmm. at the top of the card in the world champion. And I think the one way to do it is if he can get a victory over Omega and AJ Styles in the same weekend. I mean, that's insane. It solidifies him. Yeah, that- and I think that WWE would allow AJ to lose. They don't care about that. No, WWE would be down I, with I, it. I'm, I'm, I'm almost. I don't know who's going to win in Nakamura versus Muda. There's a possibility Muda wins, and that's fine. I don't think anybody. I don't think WWE cares. It's not like it hurts them to have guys lose, and they understand that, especially if it's a legend. And this is goodwill. And it's also goodwill, pun intended, that we know Will Osprey has some very uh, opinionated views on all elite wrestling. Mm-hmm. And he had some very opinionated views on WWE, but he's never worked there. So you know, maybe they're trying to work something to possibly work with the Billy Goat in the future as well. I mean, it's smart business, and I think you're right. WWE doesn't really care. I don't think this impacts them either way what happens with AJ. I think it is smart business to do because the narrative will come back that WWE is willing to play ball and and do in the forbidden door, and if you think the Royal Rumble hype is big now, imagine if you see that match. Well, here's the other setup. If we if we are expecting possibly a Forbidden Door entrant, it could be Will Ospreay. Yeah, exactly. And and this could set that up, especially if he has a match against AJ. Yeah, no, it, it would be perfect booking. So I think that they definitely want to do that because I do fully think 100% we're going to have a new Japan Pro Wrestling representative in the Royal Rumble, who is still up in the air. But if they do that match and have a standoff with AJ in some way, shape, or form with, with uh, Osprey, it's going to be Osprey. Oh, I agree. I agree that yeah. Osprey has to go over. Oh, yeah. But I, I, I would think if 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 Tony Khan and Triple H could put a set sets aside just for New Japan's sake, I think actually costing Kenny, which would be better for Tony Khan and AEW if Kenny doesn't win or doesn't lose clean. Yeah. We could have a situation where maybe a Styles clash on fucking Omega helps end the match. And that would be fitting tie up a story in New Japan. And at the same time, it would it would really tear down the wrestling world. I think even though there's, you know, obviously the two sides don't get along so well, I think that the the talk that could come out of that, it reminds me of there, you know, when when Taz took on Mike Awesome mm-hmm. for the ECW championship. Remember, it's the night that was fucking infamous because a WWE contracted worker, Taz, took out a WCW contracted worker, Mike, Mike Awesome, in an ECW ring for the ECW title. And it was that one time in the Monday Night War where it really did cross a line yeah. and, and involved the third company. AEW and WWE could recreate that to an extent if they do something with AJ, Kenny, and Will Ospreay. And once again, for the fans, we're like, once again, it's a markout moment. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's Is a, it going to happen? It's less likely. I think that that I'm only pitching because that's what I would like to see. And I think I will say there is a chance, but I would say it's like 30%. Oh, yeah. No, I'll give you it's it. I'll even say, unfortunately, it's lower. It's 25 to 20. I just would say this. I think WWE would be more prone to do it than AEW, in my opinion. And I would, but I'd love to see it work because if you're really trying to work the forbidden door and really trying to make some good business decisions, doing this and doing that style of booking helps everybody. I agree. So yeah, but I will also say this: the like if if AJ is in Japan, I would say the likelihood of him and Osprey night two or him and Osprey set up for the future ninety percent. I would say eighty percent. I'm going a little lower than you, but eighty percent. Because I think that that would be awesome, and I think WWE knows what they have there. Yeah. The only other person you could bring back, but it wouldn't make sense, WWE storyline would be Finn Balor. Yeah. Although, you could bring Finn Balor back over to Japan and have him help Tama Tonga win the oh, Never Open Weight title. 
Because that would fit the WWE storyline. But I don't know if you would do that. Because then it would also be weird for Tama. Because, <laughs> like, where's that leave him? To coming over to the States to join the fucking Judgment Day? I don't know. I mean, unless they wanted... I mean, granted, this is overthinking on this. But if you subsequently end the Judgment Day and actually do a real bullet club in WWE and just absorb the Judgment Day into it... But then you start, it's club versus club, and then it gets kind of messy. Yeah, I guess it's good. I don't know, but I'm yeah. saying there's a lot that could happen. And sure. We're, we're just we're just booking here, but with the fact that WWE is doing business, you never know. Let's talk about the main event for night one and the second main event of the night, but the main event, main event, the one that will go on last, it will be for the IWGP World's Heavyweight Champion, your champion, the Switchblade, Jay White, defending the title against the man who won the G1 Climax. Kazushka Okada, the Rainmaker. Honestly, we're going into you know the anniversary of of New Japan. I'm really gonna. I'd be shocked if Okada doesn't walk out champion. Okada is a lock, unfortunately, and I mean this. Nothing. If they want to shock the world and Switchblade wins, I'm happy with it because I'm a big Switchblade mark. However, and it's not that I don't like Okada. Okada is one of the best wrestlers in the world. Period. Mm -hmm. He is definitely. I don't care who you are. He should be in your top five. Oh, yeah, yes, at least. He, and for me, he's always in that top three, mm-hmm. but he should be in the top five in the world. He's that fucking good. However, <laughs> with the anniversary looming, I think they want to end the anniversary year with Okada as champion. Oh, I'm, I'm sure they do. And, you know, that, like I said, that's the easiest lock. The only thing that could be a crazy swerve is for night two. Kenny Omega is there. Would they try going. Omega Okada 5, I think it would be yeah. at this point. I mean, I'm not... I'm, dude, it could be Omega Okada 1000, I'd be okay. Yeah. Maybe? Let's say for night two, like, like hypothetically, like let's say something nefarious happens in the Osprey match, and Okada is just like, says, I didn't come back for him, I came back for you. Well, even if he loses the Osprey match, which I think he will. Oh, yeah. Even if he loses, it does not hurt. He's, he's still Kenny Omega at right. the end of the day. And the crowd loves Kenny Omega because... You know, one of the big things about Kenny Omega that most people don't know or do know is that he speaks fluent Japanese. Mm-hmm. And for a gaijin to learn fluent Japanese was, is a big deal. So he can cut a promo in fluent Japanese. And he did to do the Wrestle Kingdom promo, but he is, he can do it to call out uh, Okada. And I think that, that that marquee match for night two is alone will carry you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if there's a setup or not. Right. If you hear Okada versus Omega... Yeah, it sells you're itself. It's, you know, and you're not even you don't have to sell it. Like once again, we're not really promising anything for night two ahead of time, so it would just be kind of a fun, like oh shit, night two, tune in night two because Okada Omega mm. for the IWGP World's Heavyweight Title. It would be cool. I, I don't know if they'll pull that trigger, but it would be cool. Yeah. I, would, I would I would watch it. Is all I'm saying. Oh, I I think you'd have a lot more eyes tuned into the product just to do it, just based off the lore that those two bring from their their history together. So, like I say. There's a lot they can definitely play around with with the storylines they have, especially with all the outside companies coming over for this. I mean, this is such a big event that you never know what you're going to see here. All right. Well, next week we will talk about night two, what gets announced between now and then for night two, because a lot of night two will depend on night one is normal. So there's not going to be a ton of things, but there probably will be some. So we'll make sure we go over that and anything else. I do not think they'll be adding anything else to night one. Night one is where we did the rundown, but once again, you're going to want to check it out. NGPWworld.com. For, it's 999 yen, which works out to be about $9 American. You can watch this event, and it is in English. Also, you can order it on fight.tv as well. Mm. Uh, so, therefore, check it out. Make sure you're checking. Wrestle Kingdom should be destination television. You do not have to get up and watch it You know, at the time it's live. I know that's early for a lot of Americans, especially because it's going to be during the middle of the week. Yeah. However, get it and watch the replay. Mm-hmm. It's definitely worth it. That is going to do it for this week's 607 TWS. But before we go, Ken M, before you even plug ODPHpodcast.com, which I I do want you to do again, talk about what's on the main page of that because they got until the 29th to vote for what? So you have until the 29th of December. So before the new year is done, you need to cast your vote for the 607 TWS Brody Awards. The ballot is up right now. It's been up there. We've got a lot of votes coming in. We definitely want to get some more in. So if you haven't voted yet, hear the sound of my voice here. Go to odphpodcast.com. Find the image for the ballot. You'll see all the columns there, what you can vote for. Click on it. You fill out the form out. You hit submit. Boom, you're entered into the ballot's voting. I mean, like I say, you're into the contest. But technically it is one because this is a very 
noteworthy award. A lot of wrestling journalists talk about this, you know, and whisper in hushed tones. A lot of fans are talking about this as well, too. So this is something you definitely want to make sure your voice is cast for who you thought was the best of the best in 2022 pro wrestling. So make sure you swing on over to odphpodcast.com, click the link, make your vote, vote known, and get it done by the 29th. Of course, while you're at odphpodcast.com, they should check out all the great stuff you got over there, right? Yes. Oh, that too. I mean, the social media links. The cl- you know, I, it's, I figured I plugged it enough, but I don't mind talking about it. Again, social media links, T-Public, Parley Points blog section, classifieds, the music section, the directory, anything and everything that is the ODPH, you can find it at odphpodcast.com. And, of course, if you want to learn anything about the 3FN Podcast or get in contact with me, all the social media links, all the links and everything else is at 3FNPodcast.com. Keeping it short, sweet, and simple. All the links are there. Patreon, Public social medias links to the shows make sure you're checking it out it's pretty awesome times well that's going to conclude this year for 607 tws because this is the last 607 tws of 2022 when we come back next week it'll be a new year new us next week we will have the brody awards in the main event Mm -hmm. also next week during uh, the depending upon if we have a mid segment or not depends on what news goes on in the world of pro wrestling between now and the show but uh, the opening segment or the mid segment will be the night two of New Japan Pro Wrestling we'll be reviewing all the great stuff going down on Fight Plus as AIW and Game Changer Wrestling and so much more so make sure you tune in next week to 607 TWS but until then for myself for Ken M Make sure you have a safe and happy new year. Absolutely. Uh, be responsible because we always want you guys around to listen and interact with us more. So please, please be safe out there. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And most importantly, later wrestling fans.